0: The grace of God and your prayers and the bonus prayer, we're going to contemplate today about the parable. And um, if any one of you just have attended any of the reading during this week, the third week of the Lent, you will just notice that it's all the reading during this week, uh, this week is focused on the repentance. And um, today, actually, uh, the third Sunday of the Holy Lent, and we know that in the first Sunday, what was the reading about was about the treasures. Which was basically the objective. Our where is who got here, telling us where is your treasure, and talking about the kingdom of God and how we focus our treasure to be in heaven. The second week was about the temptation, which is basically during the journey or, or during the journey in our spiritual life, we may, may, may fall on, into temptation. We can overcome temptation through the word of God, as we have seen in the last Sunday. Um, but if we fall in temptation, what should we do? And this is the answer here God giving us in this week, through the reading today about the prodigal son, or what we call actually, I, I would love to say it, is the clever son and the forgiving father, or the clever son and the loving father. Because basically we're not focusing here, we're not going to focus about the things that the prodigal son or the lost son has done, but we're going to focus more about the love of God who actually waiting for every single soul, to come to Him and we clearly said here that God is always waiting for all the sinners who come to Him and He He going to accept them, accept all of them joyfully. And this is the actually the very important point for our objective. We know that during our repentance we are coming and the focus on to enjoy living in the house of God, to, to enjoy that coming to the God, uh, to God Himself. Let's talk here about here clearly, as we see in the prodigal son, God clearly showed how much he loves all his children, regardless of either the younger son or the older son. We're going to see here one by one. And we know all the the parable, I'm not going to repeat it, but all of you have uh, heard it many, many times before. So we're going to basically know this son has committed a lot of sins, dishonored his father. I'm not going to every single sin he committed. But basically, he dishonored his father by asking for his inheritance. Not just that, but he took all this kind of inheritance that, that father, his father gave it to him, and he spent it wastefully, and actually, and he, he went to the lowest degree of actually that anyone could, whatever, if you can imagine, anything can be committed of the world. The lowest state has, has been uh, pictured here in the parable when he was actually, desire to eat from the food that's presented to that one. So the first point I'd like to highlight here and is the turning point in this parable and that's why the church father calling him a clever son, the which is the the verse that mentioned in the verse number fifteen when he st- when the the gospel says he came to himself. What is what does this mean came to himself? It is essential that Basically, any one of us, whenever we fall, we come to our soul. How should we come our soul? This is what we call it in, uh, in the first step in repentance. It's called the self-examination. What does this mean, self-examination, here, me? Uh, I'd like to highlight, I just share with you a verse that uh, David the Psalmist said, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. See if there is any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way of everlasting. You see here, David the psalmist, trying. He, he basically prays to God, that asking Him to search me, to see what is wrong in me, that actually could hinder me to come to You back, and highlight me. This is the important point in any self-examination, home, in our repentance, which he basically was seeking God' guidance. We seeking God' grace to highlight what is wrong in me, what basically. I'm doing wrong that actually hinder my relation to God. So, in self-examination, it covers three areas in our life. What we call here, this is the three dimensions, okay? The three dimensions is basically my relationship between me and others, and my relationship between me and myself, and my relationship between me and God. Okay, the stronger the relationship between any person and God, the more stronger, the more closer you come closer, you can realize what's actually doing wrong, Towards others, you can, people who actually come closer to God, they will notice right away whenever they actually make someone angry, or whenever they see someone, or whenever they do something wrong and the bad thoughts, they will realize that something wrong happened. Either through any anything you committed against others, or against God, it's basically you dishonor yourself. Because every single self is an image of God. We are an image of God. Whenever we commit a sin, we actually distort this image, and in order to restore it back, we have to come back to God. So, through repentance, or just started with self-examination, which basically covers three areas in our life: examine your relationship with others, what, what making what what I'm making that could make people uh, not happy for me, what I'm making just to, to hurt others. My relationship between me and myself, and my relationship between me and God. Are you basically growing in your relationship between yourself and God? Are we focusing only about what's wrong we're doing in our life? No, in fact. In fact, we focus on not just the negative part, we focus more on the positive part, part more. The more we come closer to God, the more actually we try to make all, all the negative parts in our life less and less and less. And this is how all our church is growing in the spiritual life. Also here, we would like to highlight the first point in the repentance, which is the examination. I'd like to mention here a verse St. Paul mentioned in his epistle to Corinthians. He said, For God's sorrow produces repentance, leading to salvation, not to be re- regretted. If the this kind of prodigal son has experienced uh, famine and all this kind of bad circumstances. At, at the end, this is him, actually led him to basically to come back to God. And he said to himself, How many, how, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. And if you, if you actually focus about this clearly here, he actually admitting that he actually he broke the relationship between him and God and him and the, the other which here representing his father. And also when he came to himself, he realizes that he did something for himself. He actually, he, this humiliated himself when he actually did this all kind of things that mentioned in this parable. And actually he admitted his sin, this is a very important point. When we self-examine ourselves and seeking God's guidance, we admit that we're not just giving ourselves excuses or justify ourselves in front of God, but basically we're admitting that we committed the sin and we're seeking God's forgiveness, we're seeking God's mercy and forgiveness in order to basically restore to the good, good point here. Actually, repentance or methania, if we know that in, in Siam, on the first thing here, we do a lot of methanias. Metania is coming from the word methanoia. Methanoia in Greek means changing of mind. Okay? Repentance, changing of mind is changing of direction. What, what does, does this mean? It is not basically here when we repent, we basically say, oh, I did something wrong. No, I'm changing the direction. I'm coming back to him. So this is the best point about this parable. The son, he didn't just think, I admitted my sin, but he came back to God. And he coming back to God when he said he came and ran to meet his father. And actually, here's a parable say, but the father said, to him, like when he came back to his father, and he arose and he came to his father, but when he was still a great way off, his father saw him, had compassion on him, ran and fell on his neck and they kissed him. This is this is actually showing us how God waiting for every single soul of us. Whenever we we do something wrong, whenever we actually we we break His commandments. Any as we mentioned before, like commandments, the commandments of God is the test of love. When we break the commandments, that actually we basically we that mean we declaring we not like we. Basically, will love something, someone else better than God, and this is what happened here for uh, for this parable. Actually, he actually arose and came to his father, and he was still a great of His father saw him. That means he was waiting for him. He was waiting to come in order to hug him and kiss him. It's a really great picture, a great joy, and actually, this parable it's one of the great short stories all over the world the great writers like Charles Dickens and all these kind of great writers if if you know if people from Egypt hear Yusuf Shaheen, he has a movie about that, The Prodigal Son because it's a great story of repentance, a great story of returning and a great story how the father accepting the son given the fact he dishonored him and he did a lot of bad stuff we know that God is going to be married and the common thing about uh, whenever, whenever we never repent and come back to God. Uh, in our repentance, in our prayers, whenever we come to Abuna in the sacraments of uh, repentance and confession, we're asking his, uh, for his absolution and solution in order that to feel that we really absolve it and forgive it from our sin. Uh, all this actually. Making what making us joyful as well as making us joyful whenever he, we come to him, he will be joyful and actually he will accept us joyfully as the father here accepted the son joyfully in this parable, and not just that, but he giving us a lot of great gifts like here's the church's father about this kind of great gifts that the father giving to the son about the best robe he's talking about the Righteous robe, which means representing actually the sacrament of baptism when we cleanse from the sin. But if we're talking about repentance, the church of Father talking about repentance and confession is the sacrament or the second baptism. Because we, in the in our church, we never repeat repentance. We, uh, we ne- sorry, we never repeat the baptism. Whenever we got baptized, you were cleansed completely, you become a new nature. But whenever you commit a sin, this kind of uh, righteous Robe, we will be basically become a little bit dirt. In order to cleanse it, the second, the second, the sacrament of uh, repentance and the confession. This is what we call a second baptism. That's why we come recover and restore our image, and our, uh, our the good image that God created on us. Also, the the one of the great gifts that is giving to Him actually is the ring of the, the ring which is temper of power or authority. That means he return, restoring his authority back when coming to him, and the fatted calf here, which mean represented the sacrament of the Eucharist, which is coming back united with the with God himself and united with him and the sandal here representing that is not just coming to to return restore your image to be in the in the house of your father but also you actually, you preach, like you know when we say the standard or the standard of the gospel the, as it's mentioned in St. Paul epistles that mean you're going to preach also for what what all great work that you have done. So the last point that I'm going to mention about, this to close the the English part here, which is the elder son. The elder son did actually much better, bad things more than more the younger son here. He basically he didn't accept his his brother when he come. He actually complaining about that. He did He wasn't happy. He was angry about his on his father on his the brother as well. This is an alarm for every one of us. We may be actually in the church and really we spiritually detached from the father. If we look at the son, or the younger son, he was physically, physically and spiritually detached from his father. But when he, came, when he came back to his father, he united with him again, or came to his bosom again. But actually, unfortunately, the elder son here, he was spiritual, he living with the father in his house, but it's spiritually detached from him. It's a, a question for every one of us. Are we are in the church enjoying the love of the father? Are in the church looking for a gift from God? Or are we in the church to enjoying his love? and actually live a true relationship with Him. Uh, I'm going to, com- uh, to, clo- to close with a, a quote with St. John Francis, Tom here when he said, when trying to do a certain analogy about the sin and repentance, he saying he as like a, whoever like here, uh, uh, yeah, a doctor who's going to remember, as the, if, if we have a wound in our body, what we should need in order to recover it? A medicine, yes? Okay, Saint John Chrysostom here saying here, sin is a wound, repentance is a medicine. Just as there are for the body wounds and the medicines, so for the soul there are sins and repentance. So, however, sin has the shame, and repentance possesses the carriage. This is Saint John Chrysostom here saying. So, in order to heal any wounds in our soul or any breaking in our relationship with God, we have to come back to Him. And actually coming back to Him in our church rite is actually very clearly stated in every single prayer. In every single prayer in Agbaya, in our liturgy, when we actually presenting repentance, and we're seeking God's forgiveness, and we're seeking just to enjoy God's love. Uh, To just recap in Arabic here, here the most famous writer all over the world, like Charles Dickens, Max Lucado, and even Yusuf Shaheen and Master Amal, movie called The Ibn Adal. It is one of the best stories. Okay, it's, it's not surreal, but it's picturing very good point أو showing us the love of god and the... محبته للخاطئ لما يرجع ف... ونعرف قوي ان ربنا بيكره الخطيئة جدا جدا ولكن بيحب الخاطئ لما يرجع له و... وده هو ده بيبقى رجعنا دائما في... في اي في اي توبة احنا بنقدمها لربنا بيكون عندنا رجع ان ربنا هيقبلنا وهي دي صورة اللي بوضحنا المثل النهاردة طبعا مش هركز على خطايا الابن ولا اي حاجة في النقطة دي بس انا هذكركم بحاجه حلوة قوي المثل ده ذكر في اصحاح 15 في انجيل لوقا البشير والاصحاح ده بيكلم في ثلاث امثال على التوبه ثلاثه من اقوى من من اروع الامثال على التوبه اول مثل كان الخروف الضال والمثل الثاني كان الدرهم المفقود والمثل الثاني كان الابن الضال بدون بيدونا طل- ثلاث صور حلوة قوي عن مفهوم ربنا we basically, if we are willingly seeking to be away from Him, as the prodigal son did, we, and we willingly come back to Him, He will accept us. It's a great picture of love of God, a great picture of how in have to be able to ودايما نعرف ان ربنا دايما هو بيبدأ بالتوبة ازاي بيبدأ بالتوبة هو دايما يقف على الباب ويقع والانفتح ان احنا نقر ربنا بيقرأ على بدنا بكل طرق يعني لو احنا بنرى كتاب مقدس قريات الكليسة صلوات الكليسة نفسها صلوات الكليسة مليئة بكلمات التوبة مزمور الخمسين اللي احنا بنصلي كل يوم في صلاة النوم لما بنقدم توبه عن كل الـ الـ في كل صلواتنا في العجبية هتلاقوا في كل صلاة بنقدم فيها توبة وفي مزامير داود النبي في صلاة توبة ها عند نورة حلوة أو في مثل الابنة قدامه هي رجع إلى نفسه وهي دي محور المثل الرجوع إلى هي وهي أول فترة من خطوات التوبة وإحنا بنقول عليها كده خطوات التوبة هي مراجعة النفس أو المحاسبة النفس وهنا قال كده فرجع إلى نفسه وقال كم من أجل الأبي يفضل عنه خفز وأنا أهلا جوع أقوم وأذهب إلى أبي بداية التطبيق هو الرجوع للنفس بيقول كده الاباء القديسين دا القديس امبروسيوس لما بيقول كده بيقول كلام قوي يعني القديس امبروسيوس من الناس بيفسر بتا من التفسيرات العميقة يعني بيقول كده رجع على نفسه بعد ان ابتعد عنها لان الرجوع الى الرب هو رجوع الى النفس يعني فمن يبتعد عن المسيح يقاوم نفسه بما معناها هو زي ما قلنا في محاسبة النفس ممكن الانسان يحاسب نفسه في ثلاث اتجاهات في اتجاهه مع نفسه مع ربنا مع الاخرين هل أنا أثرت في كل في كل dimension ده في كل اتجاه ده في حياتي كل إنسان سواء الاخرين أو ربنا هو فعلًا تجاه نفسه In the same time لأن كل نفس هي خلقت على الله ومثاله whenever we commit a sin whenever we break a commandment whenever we actually uh, we do anything to break our relationship with others or ourselves or God we basically we we distort this kind of image and we try to restore it and back and to go back to God. Ah, uh, uh, اية حلوة جدا داود النبي قالها في المزمور بيقول في النسل جميلة اوي الله واعرف قلبي إن نحني امتحني واعرف افكاري وانظر إن كان فيي طريق باطل بيوضح لنا هنا سوره حلوه قوي في محاسبه النفس ان احنا بنطلب من ربنا ان هو يفحصنا النفس معانا لان هو اللي خلقنا وهو عارف كل حاجه فينا محاسبه النفس دي بتحتاج عمل الهي وعمل الهي ليه لان لو الانسان نظر لنفسه قال انا ما فيش فيا فايده ايه اللي هيحصل هيقع في مرحله الياس ومش هيرجع ولكن النظر فيها إن إن بيسيق جد هل بفنوتو ديوس جد كريست إن هو يرجع إن هو يرجع لربنا هتلاقي إن ربنا فعلًا بيتوقع إن هو يقوم فعلًا ويرجع لابو يرجع لابيه إن هو يقدم له توبة صلاته صلاته وفي كل صلاة بيقدمها في كل صلاة يومية بيقدمها الإنسان هو المفروض يقدم فيها توبة وفي نفس الوقت لما بيجي يمارس غير التوبة الأخرى يكون عنده this kind of القلب المنكسر والمتواضع ليارزره الله الجميلة حتى الآية الحلوة اللي بنقولها في كل مزمور 50 سيلمة من ينصلا القلب المتواس المنكسر والمتواضع ليارزره الله الإنسان اللي بيبقى شاعر بضعفه وعاوز إن هو فعلا يرجع وينتروف ويسعد بحضن الآب وتمتع ببركاته والعطاءات الكبيرة اللي بيديها له فعلا بيكون بعد كده فرحان ليست التوبة في الكنيسة أو ليست التوبة في الأرجنسية سيا مرحلة حزن ولكن هو ما بيقول كده الحزن الذي بحسب مشيئة الله اللي هو ليقضنا لي, لي للتوبة بخلاص بلا ندام بمعنيها ان احنا فعلا لابن توبه بنحي حياة التوبة فاحنا عايشين حالة فرح في العين حالة فرح داخلي لان ربنا بيكسبت لنا وبيضمنا في حضنه لنا ودايما فاتح زراعاته زي ما هو كان مستني الابن الضال كده وجيري ان هو يتقبله وحضنه واداله كل العضايا الجميلة لابدهاله ورداله مكانته تاني في البيت اخر نقطة في الجزء في المثل اللي هكتم عليها هو مثال الابن الاكبر الابن الاكبر برضا مش هركز على الخطايا على قد ما هركز إن هي اسئلة كلها كل انسان مننا بيسأل نفسه فيها الابن الاكبر كان عايش في وسط عايش مع بابا بس هل, هل هو كان عايش بعيد مع بابا سؤال هل هو كان عايش بعيد هل هو كان انجوينج هيز دوج ويس هيز فادر يعني هل هو فعلا كان فرحان بيه كان فرحان بالعطايه بتاعته ده هو هنا ربنا بيوضح له بالرغم ان هو كان متمرض يعني تمرد ان هو كان زعلان من عليه ومن قال له كده يا ابني يعني حتى يعني بابا كان متساهم متساهل, متساهل, متساهل جدا معاه وعاوز يوضح له قد ايه فكره كان غلطان جدا في الفكر بتاعه يعني انت ليك انت معايا كل يوقف كل اللي مانا ما ليه فهو لك هو سؤال لينا دلوقتي إحنا كلنا في الكنيسة يمكن كلنا لأنه مثل الإبن الصغير بس لكن إحنا كلنا في الكنيسة هل إحنا بنسعد بعلاقتنا لربنا؟ هل علاقتنا فيها فرح بس عد بي ربنا؟ هل إحنا دايما بنركز على الجزء السلبي في حياتنا؟ إن إحنا بس بنعمل كده غلط وكده غلط وكده غلط ولا إيه الحاجة اللي أنا بعملها إن أنا بحاول فعلا عيش حياة التوبة؟ القديس ماري إسحاطي السرياني كده بيقول من كان يظن أن هناك طريقا آخر إلى الطوب بغض النظره هو موضوع من ستين علاقتنا مع ربنا هي قائمة على علاقة حب علاقة الحب دي لازم يبقى فيها كوميونيكيشنز والكوميونيكيشن والتواصل دوت يقدمه بصل بصلاتنا سواء صلاتنا في عتر سواء صلاتنا في في صلاوات في صلاواتنا أو أكشري سواء اعترفنا بخطيانا قدام ربنا او هن... لما بنيجي المال والاطراف ان احنا ناخد فعلا حل من الابونا ان ربنا كفاردنا فعلا خطايتنا او سواء في كل قطوة في حياتنا بنخطي فيها بنرجع تاني ربنا ربنا بيقبلنا ريت كلنا كل واحد مننا يحسب نفسه هل انا النهاردة بمثل الابن الصغير هل أنا, أنا رجاله تاني؟ هل أنا أسعب بالحياة؟ لأن في التوبة هي فيها قيامة زي ما كده الرب هنا بيقول لأن ابني هذا كان ما يتنحيش فهو كل إنسان بيعمل خطية فهو بيفصل نفسه روحيا عن ربنا بس لما بيتوب وبيحي حياة التوبة فهو بيرجع تاني بينجو حياته مع ربنا ودايما بيكون فرحان في بيت أبيه ما بيعملش زي الابن الأكبر إنه هو يكون عايش في البيت ومستني العطية ولكن عايش في البيت وينزول يعني فرحان بربنا فرحان بكل حاجة شاكر إنسان شاكر كل إنسان شاكر في حياته فهو إنسان على فكرة يعني كنيسة حتى في كل صلواتنا لو أنتوا تلاحظوا إحنا ما بنبتديش بالمزمور الخمسين صح بنبتدي بيه فعلًا صلاة الشكر. لازم نبتدي بصلاة الشكر. نشكر قبل ما بنعترف. ونشكر... بنشكر ربنا انه سفرنا وقتى بنا لهذه الساعة قبل ما نعترف ونقدم توبة ربنا. ودي نورة حلوة قوي. حتى القديس أغوستينوس وكل اعترافاته اللي كتبت في كتب كتيرة وتأمل عليها كل الاباء. القديس أغوستينوس كسب كل اعترافاته. كان بيقول كده ان الشكر مهمة جدا في التوبة ان احنا بنعترف بفضل الله علينا. والجزء التاني ان احنا بنعترف بضعفنا. بنعترف بضعفنا ان فعلا هذا ان يكون هذا المكان الذي 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 في هذا المكان الذي يكون هذا المكان ونتمتع